Happy Monday and welcome to the Fit, Healthy and Happy podcast. We're uh, really excited to be bringing this to you today as usual. We've been very consistent and we intend to continue being very consistent with these podcast uploads. So make sure you tune in. Uh, The goal right now is every Monday and every Thursday. So every Monday will be a Mailbox Monday where we're taking our questions from all our pieces of media, from our Twitter, our YouTube, our Facebook, and just bringing all those questions, answering them here, breaking them down. And this is a great opportunity to learn about kind of smorgasbord of uh, fun questions and ideas and kind of get more of our less filtered opinion because you know when you answer something usually you want to answer it in short form and not really expand as to why or how we why we believe what we believe I suppose so that's really fun and then every Thursday we just kind of a quick tidbit of content um, and then soon we're going to bring in some guests so really look forward to that subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already uh, and let's just jump right in yeah it. let's do it first question is from our buddy Jackson we used to work out with him he's a beauty what's the best way to manage a busy work slash school slash life slash gym balance oh man so yeah (laughs) Uh, basically there's like this is something that we've you know been through many times we have a ton of tips we've gone through the school aspect of things we've got busy social lives so we're just going to number off a bunch of tips I can't think of anything off the top of my head but Josh you can begin (laughs) can't think of a single thing Uh, I just once you get talking then I'll think of something Well, I guarantee it. A big thing for me, and I, for instance, I have this one friend, I'm not going to say who, but for me, I'd say the number one thing is stop lying to yourself. Stop saying that you're so busy and That's you have no one. time. So I have this one friend, he goes to the gym very late, whatever, he puts it off, he says he's so busy, but I know he's sleeping oh. in, he's staying up really late, he's playing video games for five hours a day or watching TV and at the end of the day you have to understand this the gym is something you need to get done just like you need to eat you know you don't unless you're really deep into an addiction or something you're always gonna find time to eat shower do these basic things so if you're lying to yourself saying you're too busy I'd say that's number one and same with students cuz students all the time I have no time I'm too busy yet they're out like at the student pub like playing pool for three hours a day or they're you know like I don't know I don't want to bring up every person's excuse everyone has a million excuses but you just need to find that time that works for you and I did a quick video um, about this today in our Facebook group but if you feel like you're too busy to do things you need to find a fitness regimen that works for you. I understand a lot of people are probably far busier than I am even in my life. I like to say I'm pretty busy, but I mean, I'm sure there are people that are slammed, right? And if you absolutely cannot make it to the gym, you know, everything you do in your day is productive, you're not watching Netflix, you you truly are swamped. You can make fitness fit your life. So you could literally every hour make it a goal to do 10 air squats and then maybe the next um, hour do 10 jumping jacks and 10 push-ups and you can really make this kind of fit into your life at any scale and then for those of us that are blessed and able to go to a gym you can go for 30 minutes if you can't afford a gym membership go work out in a park or buy a couple dumbbells for home you just need to find a way to make it fit your life and this is something we're so passionate about and I know we've talked about this before, but I just really want to quickly say that you need to make it work for you. Um, that's my number one tip. So not everyone needs two hours, not everyone needs an hour. You just got to find that perfect balance. And then my second tip would just be very be consistent, right? Make it a non-negotiable. Make this a key that needs to be done. Um, if you find you're very lazy later in the day and you have trouble focusing at night and you're going to put it off, do it in the morning. If that means waking up 30 minutes to an hour earlier in your day, maybe that's what you need to get done. And then maybe that'll encourage you and you'll be more tired to get a good night's sleep at night and all these things will add up yeah that's great dude um i've got two things i want to say 
Uh, first thing is literally, you know, download an app where you plan out your day, put it into a calendar. So before, you know, I've been guilty of this. I'm sure we all have in different ways where I'd say I'm too tired to maybe, or sorry, too busy or just can't do some a workout on the weekend, for example. But once I kind of lay everything out, I, you know, dedicate 30 minutes or an hour to whatever workout I want to get in. Um, when you take a look at everything and you see all the extra hours, like maybe in the morning or in the evening, uh, I guarantee you guys can find some extra time to make that work. Work. And another thing is just write out all of your priorities. Um, so obviously, you know, a lot of people have kids, school and stuff like that. And if gym is one of yours, working out or staying fit, write that out, tell yourself it is, and I guarantee you guys can find time. If not, if it's not a priority and you don't write it down, then you won't find a way to get it done. So there's that first question answered. Done. Uh, next one is, do you guys deal with backlash from friends and family due to your lifestyle? Um, I'm consistently, you know, getting everything done uh, and being consistent and people will say you're obsessed or when are you going to start eating like a normal person again? Yeah, I, I love this question. This is great. So not so much lately. I mean, I, I'd like to think my gym addiction has done me well. I've turned into a business. I've really been able to utilize it to my max potential, I guess. But the number one thing I found when I got heavily into the gym is people love to make fun of me, you know, no matter where it was. Oh, you're addicted to the gym, meathead, this and that. Why you work out so much? Like, are you addicted to the gym? And honestly, in my opinion, a large part of that is going to be self-reflection. So people are insecure that they're not going enough. So they want to deem what you're doing as unachievable or excessive. And I mean, there are people that are overdoing it. I mean, if you're in the gym like five hours a day, seven days a week, you might need to take a step back and reevaluate. But in my opinion, an hour to an hour and a half in the gym, five to six days a week is very healthy, maintainable and reasonable ask, right? When you consider you have 24 hours in the day, you're spending time on your on yourself, on your health, you know, working out will reduce stress, lower cortisol, you know, improve hormones, uh, release endorphins. There's numerous, numerous benefits to working out. So I almost feel like it's a shame for people not to take advantage of that. And to me, I really just kind of came to the conclusion that nine times out of ten, people are just self-reflecting. And I would just kind of say, like, like, this is my life. I'm proud of it. I feel in control. I like what I'm doing. These are the benefits, um, and it, a lot of it's just self-reflection, right? Um, now there are ex there are exceptions in my opinion. Like I'll just add on before I let Kyle chime in here. But if you're like being overly excessive, I think there there are times where you need to learn to monitor it. So like. I don't know why we love the wedding example, but it's a good one. But yeah. like, let's say you're at your sister's wedding. Here's your hypothetical. You have a sister and her name is Ashley. Okay. So <laughs> you, go to, you go to her wedding, whatever. She's and you're, never getting married. And you're dieting. Okay. So you're bringing your meal prep. Yeah. All right. You show up. You got your bag or your six-pack bag or Fitmark yeah. bag, whatever. You got six meals, chicken and broccoli. You whip it out at the table, pop it down there, start just dummying yeah. your food at a fancy wedding. You ruin it for everyone. That's over the top. You you got to stop that. Yeah. That's You got to understand there's a time and a place, right? Yeah. And sometimes, like... Like that's the key. You need to make things fit. Like learn flexible dieting, be in control, learn sometimes it's okay to every blue moon compromise, have something you like, make it fit into your life. And that's something that I, I'm definitely really big on. Dude, it's so funny that you brought that up because I was literally thinking the same thing. There was a time back in high school where I got called out from a bunch of people. Um, you know, it was like a New Year's party or something. I brought chicken, broccoli and rice and I was just kind of like, you know, the annoying one there just eating like that, pretending to be super fit and stuff. And, you know, um, 
I kind of took a step back and just started to think like, man, like maybe everyone is right. Like, you know, three hours in the gym plus like, you know, eating meals like this just isn't optimal. So I think there definitely is, like Josh said, a time and a place to sit back and evaluate and actually listen to what people are saying and actually evaluate like why they're saying it. If there's someone that, you know, is maybe mm -hmm. overweight and just, you know, wants to really put you down, okay, there's that, let it go past. But if they're your actual friends and they care about you and they actually just want to spend time with you and maybe have, you know, some wings um, without you, you know, logging it or anything like that, then, you know, maybe, uh, take that into consideration. But, you know, there's definitely a time and a place like Josh said, um, I've had my fair share of, you know, people kind of knocking me down and stuff like that. And sometimes it's all honestly, like if they're going to consistently do it, it's time to find some new friends. Um, if they don't support your lifestyle, if it's constantly happening, if it's bringing you down, because the second that I kind of started living a more fit and happy lifestyle and healthy, especially, um, you know, I lost quite a few friends and that's kind of the way it is. And, uh, you got to make those choices. So Jeez, that's dramatic. Right yeah, there. it is. You know, when you stop, when you start doing that, people start hating. And then to add on to it, like, realistically, if someone cares that much about what you do, that's weird. Mm -hmm. People need to mind their own. And, like, a big thing for me, and I, I stand by this, I, I don't know why it is, but it, like, birthdays and things, people are obsessed with trying to get you to eat cake. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, oh, you need to have a slice. You're not going to have a slice? I don't even like cake that much, personally. Yeah. Like... I mean, I'll enjoy it, I'll eat it from time to time if I'm feeling it, mm -hmm. but I don't like someone shoving something in my face and that I need to eat it to be social. Yeah. In my opinion, if you say, thanks, but I'll pass on this today, yeah. no one should care, and if they do, that's yeah. kind of weird if they're that passionate. The exception, in my opinion, will be if someone makes a really nice recipe. So even like a good example, I had a client, he was saying how, you know, he'll try to log everything through the day, but he'll leave dinner open and mm -hmm. he'll leave a lot of macros available so he can eat what his wife cooks. His wife loves to cook. And to me, it'd be ridiculous to have your wife cook you some, or husband cook you fantastic meals yeah, true. and say, I can't eat any of this and, you know, ruin that whole family kind of unit. So instead, like... He found a way to make it fit and function with what it is. If someone's cooking something or they've made a great dessert, I'll try it, like, to be yeah. supportive. But in my opinion, if someone's trying to just get you to eat for the sake of it, that's weird and no one yeah. should care. So, to me, I'll usually just say thanks, but I pass and life goes yeah. on. And for some reason, people have some weird belief that if they don't partake in eating all these things, FOMO. they're going to be <laughs> completely left out. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the thing is also... Wait, like, fear of missing yeah, out. Yeah, fear of missing out. Oh, 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 you're saying that other people, like, care that you're not having it. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Okay, I see where you're coming from there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what um, is this? I thought you were saying that, you know, some people have the fear of not tasting that cake, so they're trying it, and because they have the fear of missing out. Oh, yeah, that's, the, well, another, I guess even to your point then about, like, if you want to try something, try it, yeah. and, like, I think there's a good thing, too, knowing, like, knowing the kind of person you are. If you're the kind of person go, ooh, chips, I'll have two chips. Yeah. Go for it, whatever. For me, I say no. I'm all yeah. or nothing. If yeah. I'm the person, if I have a, if there's a bag of chips near me and I eat one chip, you're done. I will eat the entire bag. Like yeah. it's just, I don't know why, and I just don't have that self control. So I need to be proactive. Mm -hmm. My, I don't know how we got into this topic, but we did. Yeah. And I need to be proactive, and I need to say I can't eat these. Like unless I have the budget for it. It's like the same. If you're a frivolous spender, don't be going walks on the mall all the time and mm -hmm. looking at expensive things that you know you're gonna end up pulling the trigger on. So it's true. You 
to be preventative if you're that kind of person. Yeah. Not everyone's kind of these have these extremes, but that's something I struggle with. So that's how I've learned to deal yeah, with that. Yeah. So like one last thing, like this is the fit, fit, sorry, healthy and happy podcast. Like we're not extremists. We're trying to give you guys tips on like sustainability and living just a healthier, happier lifestyle. Right. So, you know, most of you guys that are listening probably aren't exactly stepping on stage in two days or um, competing. You're just trying to be, you know, healthier. So one thing I will say though, if you are really struggling, let's say you're extremely overweight and you struggle with an eating addiction or you're stepping on stage in two days or a couple weeks, really just learn to open up to people who are, you know, um, kind of putting you down and say, Hey, listen up, man. Like I'm struggling. I'm I'm very, uh, obviously like I need to really, really dial down here. I just need your support. 99% of the time, I guarantee people will show the support even for a show. Just let them know. But if you kind of are like, oh, it's okay, and they'll try to persuade you, but just let them know, and you know, most people will understand. Yeah, and like, even though it's such a cliche, like, you don't know everyone's story, right? Yeah. So you gotta be careful what you say to, like, words can hurt, you know? Like, even, you, there's so many stories of people getting into fitness because their friends all make fun of them for being a little chubby, mm-hmm. and they thought it was fun and games, but like, you can start, so, I mean, in my opinion, like, it's just, there's no need to comment on people's weight unless you're gonna be, like, positive, like, hey, you look great, have you been working? Like, that's good, but to say like man you got fat or something like i understand there's like guys playing with each other but i mean like definitely you teasing about food and all these things it can be such a sensitive thing like body image to people it's crazy and then even going to what kyle said about it being the fit healthy and happy podcast man these kids are chucking rocks what the heck (laughs) we're filming in my car yeah so we film all these in the car we say this every podcast i don't know why this is our uh, studio yeah we're, we're outside the gym we train at and we, we park our cars further away from the gym now because these kids always like jump on the cars and pull Try the cars. To open and it stuff. up. So now they're chucking rocks. So it just it's it's escalating. It's getting, it's, it's getting crazy. But to go to what Kyle said, like personally, I know this isn't a question, but the more I've been doing this and the longer like now I'm at a point where I just want to be healthy. I don't want to be overly lean. I don't want to do huge bulks. I'm so tired of extremes. Like yeah. right now I just want to have be lean, fit, healthy and happy, I guess. And <laughs> you know, looking for good foods that empower me, bring me up, routines yeah. where I feel good, you know, trying to avoid things that will cause me long term damage see the benefit in exercise really evaluate what i do and why and that's kind of our i guess my personal front like frame frame change i don't know mindset change yeah. whatever you want to call it yeah, i'm on the same page dude but yeah we went a little off track but it's good content that's yeah, the podcast that's it. This is it. just thoughts and whatever we're thinking so next question was i've been advised to stop doing any weight bearing exercises on my meat on my knee due to inflammation issues with the joint any recommendations on what i can replace my squats and deadlifts with in the meantime so you're gonna you're gonna need a lot of low impact stuff. So I would definitely first of all get a sleeve for when you do it. So um, sleeve's great. It's just gonna keep your joint warm. Obviously, like the patella joint is extremely, extremely sensitive, right? Like yeah. it has a million a million potential risks, right? You don't want to play with it. So by keeping the joint warm and stimulated, it can help prevent like tearing some of the tissue and protect it more. But you're definitely gonna want to go low impact. So I would avoid things like the plague, like, I mean, squats, especially heavy squats, um, leg extensions, uh, wall sits, things where you're putting a lot of pressure on those knees. Things you could still probably get away with are stiff leg deadlifts, I would say, are fantastic. 
hamstring curls, you get a lot of hamstring work, a lot of glute work as well, yeah. you can do glute pull-throughs, right, that can kind of transcend into a lot of things. Farmer walks are going to be your friend, there's a million things you can do, Yeah. avoid lunges, avoid these things that put a lot of pressure on the knee, um, but there's still a lot of exercises you can do, so once again, to reiterate, I would definitely do some farmer's walks, some stiff leg deadlifts, some glute pull-throughs or hip thrust, hamstring curls, um, as far as quad work, you're going to have to get a little bit more intuitive with it but you'll get a lot of extra work from these other things and people tend to be more quad dominant so yeah. just put extra emphasis into your glute and hamstring region will do you very well yeah and even to replace the deadlifts obviously you can do the regular back stuff that you usually do but to replace it you can do some supermans uh some back they don't want them doing deadlifts yeah so no squats or deadlifts Interesting. Which is, so I guess, no... I swear you could get away with light deadlifts. Especially if it's for the knee, but... Um, yeah, like, it wouldn't... Hmm. I mean, honestly, too, like, your doctors will tell you your most pre preventative things. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a doctor. Listen to them. But in my experience, if I'm, yeah. I'm speaking to myself, disclaimer, for me... You can test things, right? You can see if you can do it, how your knee feels, and respond to it. And, you know, everyone does things differently. You could be doing them wrong, and that's why you feel it. But you kind of just got to evaluate things. And if something yeah. hurts and you're doing it, you'll know if it hurts pretty quick. And then there's just some common sense things. But yeah. you can play with it. Obviously, you don't need to go super heavy in life, too. Like, you can just go light, rig, yeah. controlled, and work it like that. Yeah, there you go. And last question. If you could only have one piece of gym equipment to work out with for the rest of your life, what would you pick? Oh man. I just take a barbell. Yeah. Easy. I mean, like at the end of the day, your power compounds, if I just needed to work out quick, do three upper body workouts a week, squat and deadlift each one, OHP, OHP barbell bench row, hip right? thrust, yeah, hip you thrust, can do everything. Stiff really. legs. Boom, that's a pretty nasty workout. Oh, try that one at home, you'll die. Yeah. That would be tough, dude. And I'm assuming, like, like, I mean, if you're using weights, fantastic, but even if you're not, 45 pound bar, I mean, uh, actually no, you can't do a crazy amount with that, but. What, just a barbell? Well, like, I'm assuming, like, I'm wondering. One piece, you get weights. Yeah, I okay. I would swear. Okay, cool. If you're getting weights, then we're, we're good here. I mean, where am I in the world that I can only have a bar? Yeah. Bro, even prison has weights, for goodness sake. All right, so a bar it is. <laughs> I wonder if anyone would say differently, though. Like, well, you could argue dumbbells. Like, you could get those, uh. Bosu, what are they? You know those dumbbells where, where you can change the yeah. And you just take it out and yeah. it'll be like ten to fifty. Mm -hmm. Those would be equally as good. I just I love compounds. I yeah. love your power movements. I mean, like I'm just assuming like I have a garage. I can buy one thing. Yeah, you could have a pretty freaking sweet. And I mean, you don't even need a cage or anything. You could floor press even. Yeah, you could do. And you could do a lot. Yeah, but definitely no machines. Like absolutely just straight bar. You know, intensity. But I mean, yeah, I like uh, everything as a play. The only risk, I guess, is it'd be hard to do any like unilateral work, but That's, it'd still be good. Yeah. But these are hypotheticals, so we're making the rules. We get weights and we get a barbell. That's All right. the deal. That's it. That's a challenge. We should Sold. make a video like that. Yeah, That'd we should be do fun. full. That'd be a good work. Full barbell workout. Yeah, just I'd, hit every I'd, muscle. I'd rock it. All right. Well, this has been fun. We're getting on that twenty-minute mark. Uh, I hope everyone's loving these, and if you're still listening, you're the best. You're clearly getting the most out of this content, and we really hope each time we upload, you're learning something, and you're becoming better and smarter, so you can really accelerate your growth and success and fitness. So if we're helping you do that, please leave a review, or please share this with a friend. It means the world. I mean, sometimes the general shares don't do too much, so if you have a friend that would benefit, share them this link. Say, gotta check out this podcast. Check it's it bomb. Uh, then we'll be forever in your debt. We'll appreciate it. We're out here making 
making some good content. Follow their, all of our other media. It's in the show notes if you're uh, coming and you don't know too much about us. we got tons of great stuff on Instagram for you to check out, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. And uh, you can check out our website and coaching at www.colossusfitness.com. That's C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S fitness.com. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace.